Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I've been waiting for this moment. I'm not wearing my Doppler jammies. I had to actually dress <laughs> up today. out of the today. house. Out of the house. Back to the studio. First time since what? I think it was October. Is that true? Before Omicron, before the latest wave, and they, they told us to stay out of the studio. I think it was October was the last time... We were together. That seems crazy. I just tweeted out a picture of us at Jordana WCCO. I'm sure you retweeted. You've gotten better looking. I have not, sadly. No, it's fantastic. I've been here a little bit. I know you were away, so I've been in and out of the studio. But um, I'm so happy to see you. And Paul picked me up. He was my driver today. I'm your Uber driver. That's right. It was fantastic. And we came down to the studio. And it's nice to be together today. It is nice. And the traffic is still light it still seems like things have not fully recovered and not as many people downtown maybe we're catching it at a bad time but um journey concert tonight toto and journey a lot of buzz about that in saint paul at xl so fun that's gonna be great maybe some of you saw our own laura oaks playing air guitar in the skyways when she went on her daily walk she's pretty jazzed she is yes she's a good musician and loves music so i'm jealous i'm not going to that show but she's gonna have a great time and uh welcome to chris tubbs he's at the helm our david is sick today so chris thanks for being here and producing the show for us he must have known that you guys were both going to be in the same place at the right? same time because it's, uh, it's right? a little coincidental. Yeah, right? it, it is a little See, I'm, I'm, I'm here for you, though. I'm here Appreciate for you. That. And I, I've been starting the shows <laughs> I, when I was filling in in the morning uh, last week with my Vladimir Zelensky welfare check. Right. Because every day the president of Ukraine remains alive, I consider mm-hmm. a victory. He is a true leader. Um, the bravery and courage that he has displayed is awe-inspiring. And 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 fight inspiring. And he is inspiring his own people. And certainly he's inspiring us watching a world away. So as far as we know, President Zelensky is still alive yeah. and fighting the good fight. And I just always like to do a little welfare check on it's him. It's been, what, 17 days, mm-hmm. I think, since Russia invaded? And I'm sure Putin thought that he would be done in three or less. Experts say Putin is frustrated and angry and likely to escalate the war against Ukraine, uh, launching more missiles and possibly uh, bigger weapons, including chemical weapons. A lot of concern about about that. So we're not sure. Um, but we'll keep you posted on that. The other thing, it's it's pie day. Is there any yes. kind of pie you won't eat? Ooh, uh, well, the thing is, I'm dairy free now, so I don't. I can't do like the chocolate silk pie, which I absolutely loved, love that. Or, you know, a key lime. I can't do that. So, but I will try to do like a strawberry rhubarb. 
I like an. I'll take a couple bites of an apple pie. Even if you take a lactate, one of those. You, yeah. Really messes with you. Remember, I'm a little screwed up. Well, we're all, we're all screwed up. Some of us admit what's your, it. What's your favorite? I don't. I like pecan pie. Oh, but, love pecan pie. But apple pie. And, and it's pecan. Pe- it's pecan. Okay. So I'm here, sorry. here we go. Yeah. Here, welcome back. But it's pecan. I, I saw this too. <laughs> I think pie day has nothing to do with the pie we're all thinking about right yeah, now. It does not. It does it's not. It's uh, three point. Actually, um, it's. Pi, if you take it out seven digits, it's 3.141592, which means the only real Pi Day that ever existed was 3-14-1592, March 14th, 1592. That makes sense. So it's not really Pi Day. Okay, we're calling it Pi Day because I wrote a quiz for 4.30. Oh, so you did? We're doing a oh, quiz never on mind. Pi Day. Okay, it is Pi Day. All right. Okay. <laughs> so we're doing that right, because okay, there are some okay. really bizarre people really get into it. You know, you mathematicians, you scientists, you really like the Pi Day. I can't say it's it's a holiday we celebrate No, it's at not. Home. You don't it, even it, have Pi? No. Okay. Well, it's fun. Some people really get into it. I found some cute little anecdotes. So that's coming up at 4.30. You can take our pie quiz um, and watch Paul epically fail because that's sort of your thing. That's kind of what I do. That's what you do. Thank you. (laughs) I'm good at it. Uh, In just a minute, we will be checking in with our friend Dasha Lawson. Now, remember, a few weeks ago when you and I were together and the war in Ukraine had just begun, uh, a couple was listening from Apple Valley and they texted us sharing with us that Dasha's sister, Dasha is Ukrainian, she lives in Apple Valley now, she's married to Mark Lawson, Um, Dasha's sister and mother were both back in Ukraine, and Dasha had just made it to the Polish border, but was turned away from the U.S. embassy in Poland. They said she has to go to the Ukrainian embassy, and she said, they're a little busy with the war, you know, help me out. But because she fled with her two small children, she, she didn't have a visa, she doesn't have a passport, she wasn't really traveling the world with small kids. So we have been sharing Dasha's story. Paul reached out to the um, – do you reach out to Senator Tina Smith? Senator Tina Smith's mm-hmm. staff, yeah, and they pointed her in the right direction. Right. They absolutely helped her. So uh, Dasha is going to be joining us in just a few minutes. Yeah. She's going to give us an update. Where are we with your sister and your mom? Her husband stayed back to fight. Uh, so we want to hear uh, what his update is and is there any hope? And last time I left off, I believe, Paul, she was saying it could be years before they're reunited. Was that years. right? Yeah. I don't know if you spoke to her last week at all. We did not talk last okay. week. But so we, we need an update and hopefully the gears are turning and hopefully things can happen faster than that. Okay. I can't imagine how frustrated I would be. If somebody said, oh, yeah, years. And in really? a war zone and with small kids, I, yeah. I just I can't imagine what they're going through. Right. So Dasha Lawson, Ukrainian living in Apple Valley, will be joining us next. Time for an update. We shared the story. We have been sharing the story of Dasha Lawson, her husband, Mark. They live in Apple Valley. Dasha's sister and mother with her um, little nieces and nephews are back in Ukraine. They, they fled Ukraine to Poland. Right. They found safe harbor in Poland. Yep. And Paul was trying to help them through Tina Smith's office gain access to come here um, and gain safe harbor to live with Mark and, and Dasha from Ukraine and from Poland so they could escape the war with their family. Dasha Lawson is joining us now on the air to update the status of her family. Dasha, we're, we're thrilled you're coming back. Thank you for joining us. Hey, Dasha. Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me. So start from the beginning. When we last talked to you, you were separated from your husband. He was fighting. 
Uh, your mother and sister found safe haven in Poland with your nieces and nephews, yet they were turned away from the U.S. Embassy because they didn't have visas. And it was my understanding it could be a few years before you are reunited. So, so update us what has happened since. Yes, it is still the case. And uh, we are monitoring um, U.S. Um, updates on immigration uh, and refugee help right now, like pretty much every day when we can. And it seems like there is no changes to anything yet. And um, my sister heard that I um, went on the radio and was able to share her story. Mm-hmm. And she asked if that would be okay to write a letter for WCCO listeners sharing her some of her thoughts and wishes. And I can read a little bit of that. Yes, please. Yeah, please, go ahead. Um, so she started her letter uh, with a description of her idyllic life back in Ukraine, having a normal family house that was paid for and her community and how they were involved there. And then she moved on to mentioning something that I already covered in the past, her frantic fly uh, flight to Poland and how they reach um, the safe heaven. And uh, so she writes, that Poland accepted us well, but the kids are worrying. My son mentioned that he misses his father's presence. My daughter constantly wants to be on my lap, and she sleeps a lot. Thankfully, mother, our mother was, re, was able to reunite with us, and at this point we have a safe place to stay, but we do not know the language nor culture. We are still trying to process and to understand what has happened, and nothing is certain. But we know that God was with us when life was peaceful, and we know that He is with us during the storm. I do not wish for anyone to leave their house, nor to see their kids biting their lips to blood from stress and anxiety, or see sadness in their eyes. I do not wish for anyone to be separated from loved ones. I do not wish for anyone to lose everything that gives certainty in life. But I wish you peace. Please cherish and love your children, no matter how naughty they are. Always be grateful for what you have. May God bless your country and give you peace. Wow. Those are her words, too. So beautiful. All of you guys. Thank you for sharing that, Dasha. I, I know your husband um, is, correct me if I'm wrong, no, no not the, your, your sister's, sister's husband, husband yes. mm-hmm. is fighting in Ukraine. Has she been in touch with him? And talk a little bit about your father is still in Russia, right? Yes. Um, so about my sister's husband, I'll start with that. He, he stays in touch with her. Uh, the place where he is at right now still has communication and um, the Wi-Fi connection, if you will, so they can communicate and talk to each other. So that's been a blessing, especially for kids to hear their father's voice. That was good. Um, 
And as far as my father, yes, he is in Russia, and I am half Russian. So he was born and raised there, and after he got married to my mother, he moved to Ukraine. He lived there for about 30 years and moved back about five years ago. And when he went back five years ago, he was shocked to see how much of a propaganda there is on TV and on the news about Russian-Ukrainian relationship. Because when Russia invaded in 2014, he still was in Ukraine. And he saw for himself what it was like. And uh, going back to Russia and hear perspective of Russian government on what took place was just mind-blowing. Dasha, what and, uh, what do you, what do yeah. most do you have a sense that Russians, the people, really understand what's going on? Do you think a majority of them are buying into the propaganda that's coming from Russian state media, or do you think? I mean, it seems like the Russians in the know understand its propaganda and that it was in fact an invasion. They were not invited into Ukraine. Two and a half million Ukrainians have fled the country. That's uh, that that's a tip off that something's wrong. But do you think most Russians really understand what's going on, or are they are they buying into the BS? It seems like depends to who you're talking to. People in more developed um, cities like Saint Petersburg and Moscow, they're more exposed to outside world. Who people who can uh, who have a chance to have their business, to travel abroad, they have a little bit wider understanding of what's going on. My father, he was, uh, the place where he was born and lived, it's um, a little bit rural area, and that's the place he returned to. And people there have, all the information they have is what's been spoken on TV. And that's a general understanding of life over there. And even some of his relatives who are used, uh, used to be in the military, they're ex-military right now, they do not believe him that his ex-wife and daughter are being refugees in Poland. They just simply do not believe him. Really? He can show pictures, he can show videos. They just think he makes things up. So people in Russia are believing the state-run media and all of the lies and propaganda. Yeah. So sad. And some people even here that I come in touch with uh, who left Russia a long time ago, but they still trekking with Russian news, they also would deny the events of Ukraine the way you and I see it as a war. They still would say special operation and um, it's not what media portrays it to be. That's extraordinary. Mm. Uh, Dasha, are your sister and mother and niece and nephew, are they, do they feel safe? Do they feel like they can stay there for a while? Do they feel like their new, new life is in Poland now? Are they still expecting to go back to Ukraine? Uh, do they have any plan? Yes, right now to have uh, some plans is really difficult. So my sister and my mother and her kids are safe. That's a big relief to me. And um, as far as staying in Poland is really dicey. They are staying in someone's donated Airbnb apartment, which is available to them for next few months. And after that, they would 
have to start paying for it because it's someone else's income or have to go back to a refugee camp. And those places are being really full right now with all the refugees that are, that are still coming to Poland. And um, they're in Warsaw right now, which is a blessing. It's the capital of Poland, and that's where all the embassies are. And I still am working and trying to uh, get them to come here to America mm-hmm. because I would rather have them in my house and I would rather take yeah. care of them and provide. I feel like here they would have a little more stability. And um, in order to accomplish that, we did, um, my dear friend and I, we set up a GoFundMe page for my family. Okay. The name of it is Help Reunite My Ukrainian Family. The funds that we are raising will cover their stay in Poland and um, also will cover the immigration attorney fees and other travel expenses for them. So you just go to GoFundMe and it's Help Reunite My Ukrainian Family. Yes, it is. All right. Gosh, uh, we are so grateful for this uh, opportunity to speak to you. Thank God they're safe, uh, and hopefully they can continue living with the Airbnb with the help of us Minnesotans. That would be nice. And um, please be in touch with us. We will keep working on our end and be in touch with you to support you and your family. Yeah. Thank you, Dasha. Thanks for the update. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you for having me. You Have a great it. evening. You got it. Thank you. Keep your family in our prayers. I and how cool it. of Airbnb to step up. Yes, and people have made donations. Airbnb has waived yeah. fees. And I, I was even talking about that last week. Like if people say, how do I help? That is a very tangible way to help because the people who own those Airbnbs are Ukrainian. They live there. You know, right. they're their second right. apartments. They're, yeah. they're, so they have an income, yet they're also providing a service when they let refugees stay there. So um, it is a, a nice way, a safe way to know that you're really helping out. A lot of companies are, are doing the right thing. Yeah. Yeah, we have to. Yeah. This is such an unfair. Uh, it's frightening to hear that the Russians, some Russians, as Dasha was saying, believe the propaganda. The state media. Oh, yeah. That's devastating. You think with internet and all sorts. Well, I mean, I know Facebook and, and Twitter have shut down there, but you would think there is another way to get information, reli- more reliable information than the Putin mouthpiece. Population centers, she said, the big cities, mm-hmm. people are a little more astute and they understand what's really going on and they're reading between the lines. Between the commentators and and understanding, there's a clip on uh, all the cable news networks right now on Russian state television. You had the talking head, you had the anchor woman, and another woman came behind her as she was talking, and she unfurled a poster that basically said, don't believe a thing you're seeing. The war is real, and... Good for her. That was very brave. She will not be getting a promotion no, on that network. Whoever did but, that, uh, yes. Well, right. That, that I hope she's not in prison. To me, is the definition of a patriot, somebody who's mm-hmm. willing to tell the truth, even if they you know, might go to jail. The truth is important. Yeah. Right. Uh, let's take a quick break. Uh, Tom Brady. Uh, what? 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 <laughs> let's stop. He unretired. <laughs> what? That's next. <laughs> we'll get to Tom Brady later in the uh, yeah. telecast, see if yes. he is still unretired. <laughs> You may have switched by then. It, well, if you retired again, I don't know. You you have the freedom 45. to change your mind. Apparently, he's going to give it one more shot. Rick is on the line from Brainerd. All kinds of Ukrainian angles. Uh, 
taking place right now. We want to spotlight as many of those as we can. Rick, welcome to the show. Hey, I appreciate you guys taking my call. I know you wanted to talk about Mr. Brady coming back, but uh, I just thought it was, uh, I'd like to share with you that my my 47-year-old daughter uh, left for Ukraine a few days ago. Well, she left for Romania, I'll put it that way, because we didn't know that she was going to actually go across the border. So I, I have to be careful because of security reasons to say I can't tell you the exact town that she's in. Of course. Um, but she texted me early this morning and mentioned that they decided last night to go across the border. And what they're doing, they're worth, uh, she's a nurse with Samaritan's Purse. And they're the uh, ministry, a medical ministry that goes into areas not just internationally, but also here in the United States after hurricanes and things like that. Huh. And the first thing she said to me in her text was, uh, I'm, we just found out last night we're going into Ukraine and we're going to be setting up our hospital tents there. And she said, I know that this could create some anxiety for you guys, like her mom, my wife and the kids. Um, but she said, this is we need to do this. And I just thought, you know, God bless her for, for the willingness to do that. And the refugees need medical assistance and that's why they're there so she's treating she's treating ukrainians right now correct and and what what are you in touch with her via phone or is it via text i mean has she told you anything more about the conditions over there rick yeah so again because of security we set up uh there's a there's a app that you can get that is more secure than some of the regular texting apps and things like that uh, and we're using that to communicate with uh, her siblings. She has a brother and a sister, and then, of course, myself and, and uh, her mom. And, um, and then she has three kids also. So we're using that as the way to communicate back and forth when she's able, because they're nine hours, uh, I think they're nine hours ahead of us here. Mm-hmm. And um, so the refugees that are fleeing the troubled areas, uh, they, they set up these hospital tents. It's Samaritan's Purse set them up in, in uh, uh, Times Square or, or in, excuse me, in uh, the Central Park in New York when COVID was mm-hmm. first ravaging the East Coast. Uh, she went to Haiti after the earthquake 10 years ago when 100,000 people were killed. Uh, this is what Samaritan's Purse does, and she's on call with them to go do this. So uh, because they had to wait until last night, I guess our time, morning their time, to go in. Um, the latest I've heard is that they're beginning to treat now children in particular who have some serious medical issues who had to flee under duress, and, and uh, that's the latest we have from her. Rick, wow. do you have any guarantee of her safety? I mean, as a parent, you must be very worried about this. And I commend her well, bravery, but wow, that is a scary thing yeah. to step into. Well, I'm a Christian, and I believe that uh, she's, she's in the Lord's hands. And, of course, that is not a guarantee that you're not going to die, mm-hmm. because even as followers of Christ, uh, you put yourself in harm's way sometimes, and, and, and you die. So I'm not worried. Of course, I'm concerned, but I don't lay awake at night 
worrying about her because I just trust that she's protected. That and is... if it turns out other than we would hope for, um, we know where she's going to be. Yeah. Rick, so, as, as, as a fellow Christian, I have to, I have to commend you and your, your daughter and your entire family. That is some next-level faith that's right. uh, in action. And uh, thank you for, for sharing your story. What, what is your daughter's name? Can you share that or not? Yeah, her first name is Tally. Mm-hmm. Tally, okay. T-A-L-L-I-E. Yeah. We'll keep Tally in our prayers collectively and, uh, and hope for the very best and but, hope that Tally comes home soon. But, Rick, stay on the line because Chris I, is going to get your number because yeah. I'd, I'd love us to stay in touch with you. And we'd love to keep tabs on sure, Tally so, and, and you, so you yeah. can continue sharing. And, and just the hardest thing about this is they're, they're 12-hour shifts, seven days in a row for three weeks with no breaks. Whoa. That's difficult. Wow. That's commitment. She's an yeah. angel. Okay. You knew that. She's yeah. an angel. Thank, thank you, Rick, thank you for calling in, and, and please thank your amazing daughter, okay? That is amazing. I will. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And he's right. I mean, all we have, we have no control. The, this yeah. world is illusion. The, you know, it's just an illusion that we have any control. But what a, what a beautiful thing for her to do, to put herself in harm's way, to save the lives of others. And, um, wow, thank God for people like Tally. I'm always reminded of the uh, the Marine commercials, you know, when everybody else is running away from trouble, the Marines are the ones that are running towards mm-hmm. trouble. And with the Marines, and, and frankly, that applies to all service members, mm-hmm. Army, Navy, Coast Guard, Air Force, across the board. But the nurses also. Amen. Uh, thank God. You, you hit the nail mm-hmm. on the head. They are modern-day angels. They're, yeah, they They're in there yeah. trying to take care. I can't imagine. you got the physical injuries. You've got exposure to cold. It's in the 20s, 30s. It's snowing over there. And then you've got the mental health Mm -hmm. challenges, Mm -hmm. especially with young people. And it's not like going to a hospital. He says they're setting up tents. Tents, yeah. You know, it's not like you're walking into a hospital where you have all these systems and the equipment that you're used to. You know, they might just have lack of supplies and lack of sanitary things, but they're going to do the best they can with what they yeah. have. And God bless her. And, and we send her good wishes and everybody who's over there helping going into harm's way is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad, glad Rick called through. in. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad Rick called in. So, all right. Uh, so, all right. Uh, coming up now, well, we were going to discuss Tom Brady, but we don't have to now. <laughs> uh, when we get back, let's see. What were we going to talk about? Here we go. Oh, maybe we'll go back to Tom Brady. But I want to remind you, in the next hour, we are going to talk with J.P. Lindsley. He, uh, Joe Lindsley is our reporter on mm-hmm. the ground in Ukraine. So we will revisit that in an hour. And yeah, let's talk a little Tom Brady next. Russia has passed a fake news law that makes it illegal for any organization to report information that contradicts what the government says, which explains the recent headline, Six Foot Five Putin Not Insane. <laughs> and they believe it, according to our last guest. They're believing what they hear, which is so scary. Well, I think that's going to be changing, hope hopefully, so. as time goes on. I think the bloom will come off the rose, Putin's rose. Uh, but maybe we're the idiots because we believe Tom Brady. Well, I, I don't know if he's just a drama queen or what, or if he looked at Aaron Rodgers, you know, fifty million a year for another four years and said, you know, and and look, Brady, I think has enough money, right? He doesn't need any he more probably money. Probably has huh? enough yeah. dough. Mm-hmm. He's not doing it for the money. But I, I am curious. Like I, I would love to talk to him to get in his head because. 
I, I, and you have the uh, the opportunity to change your mind. This is America. Sure. You can say one thing and then you can change your mind. A hundred percent. We've all done that. And if you realize, you know, that was a mistake. I shouldn't have done that. I want to change it up. Great. Change your mind. It's okay. But, you know, he wrote a very heartfelt post on his Instagram and it seemed as if he had thought it through. Some of his writings were like this. Um, I've always believed the sport of the sport of football is an all-in proposition. If a hundred percent competitive commitment isn't there, you won't succeed. And success is what I love most about our games. There's a physical, mental, and emotional challenge every day. I've tried to be my best the past twenty-two years. There's no shortcuts, and it's difficult for me to write. He continued, but I'm not going to make that competitive commitment anymore. It's like he really thought about it when he decided to retire. So, what do you think it was? I think it was. Uh one too many nights filling up the dishwasher, oh, you know, clean, cleaning already? the dishes, you know, driving the kids around. But it's the, the off season. Events. It's not even like it's next season I just already. think maybe, you know, maybe it dawned on him he's going to, um, to miss the fame and the acclaim of being a superstar. I, I would think at that level, it's almost like a drug, right? I you mean, think? I, yeah. And you don't think he realized that or got advice on that trip. before he made well, the announcement? I don't know. I think, look, um, may, maybe retirement isn't what he thought it would be. And I still, my spidey sense, and what do I know? I think he looked at Aaron Rodgers getting some love. Hmm. You think, what do you Chris? think, Chris? Yeah, yeah. What, do you what, think? Do you, what, do you, what do you make of all this? I think it's, there's just an adrenaline high that comes with being a performer. And I, I don't think it's unlike any of these you know, musical acts like the Rolling Stones or you know, whoever, you know, Elton John, that they go out and they're like, okay, this is it. And then after a couple of years, you're like, I want to go back on the road. It, it, you're used to a certain lifestyle. You miss that high. The, yeah. The acclaim. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, it's it's got to be a total adrenaline rush when you're out there and you've got all of these people that are, you know, cheering your name and, and everything, you know, not to be narcissistic, but it centers around you. But there's there's just something that... When people are in a certain activity for so long and you're used to you know, being an entertainer, it's hard to give it up. And that's why you see some athletes that are past their prime. You see some actors that continue to take parts past their prime. Uh, you see musical acts mm-hmm. that are past their prime. So I feel like that's, that's it. But the, I do think the dishwasher, there might be something <laughs> to be I, said that not loading the dishwasher Might have had properly. a bad experience. I don't know. Or the structure. You know, football gives you structure. This right. is what you do in the off season. This is how much time you have. This is what you should be doing for your body to get ready. And there's also that. You know, you have a lot of free time when you retire, which sounds great. Maybe Giselle was giving him, you know, an earful. He okay. went home and saw his wife and kids. He's like, ah, the, no, the, no. the honey do list is like, I'm out, I'm out of here. I'm Deuces, fam. Yeah. His wife and kids look pretty good, though. Yeah, I they don't do. Know. I know. But uh, that's okay. He's allowed to come back. I don't know what that does for the football that, you know, was bought at over $500,000, his last touchdown football. Yeah, does it well, go up or down in value? I think it goes down. <laughs> the news is next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.